The band Genesis sang in 1986 on their song, Land of Confusion. There's too many men, too many people, making too many problems and not much love to go around. Can't you see? This is a land of confusion. And it goes on. This is the world we live in, and these are the hands we're given. Use them and let's start trying to make it a place worth living in. Oh, Superman, where are you now when everything's gone wrong somehow? The men of steel, the men of power are losing control by the hour. This is the time. This is the place. So we look for the future, but there's not much love to go around. Tell me why this is a land of confusion. Well, I believe that we're living in a land of illusion. It's not just a land of confusion. It's a carefully curated illusion that is being brought to you every single day to create the chaos and the confusion. I'm going to break that down just a little bit further today for you. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. In the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, make sure you go over to AmericaOutloud.news where you can check out all of my wonderful colleagues work and help support their shows by giving them a listen, giving them a read awesome uh, articles by people like Wallace. You'll really love his viewpoints. I guarantee it as well as you can check out the 24 seven talk radio network available on all of your app devices in the app stores. You can also go to all of your favorite podcasts. So whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, we are everywhere, completely global. Did you know we're like the top 0.5% of all podcasts in the entire world? Yes, we are, because I believe that people want to have a message that they're not hearing elsewhere. They want to cut through the illusions. Now, when you cut through an illusion, sometimes it can be shocking. Sometimes it can actually hurt our brain in trying to wrap around what it is we're listening to, what it is we're seeing, because it challenges the notions of what we believe that we know, the things that we hold dear in our hearts. And so I started today with the lyrics from the band Genesis, which was actually brilliantly covered by the metal band Disturbed. So if you get a chance, check out their version as well land of confusion it's absolutely phenomenal however because i want to make sure that you can hear this without getting a copyright infringement i just read you the lyrics but i promise you it's a great song uh but i would say that right now not only do we live in a land of confusion we live in a land of illusions now, there was a show a long time ago called Blossom, and Joey was Blossom's brother. And I'll never forget this conversation. It really stuck out to me when I was in high school watching this. There was a conversation between the two, and Joey said, be careful how close you get to the front of the stage because it ruins the illusion of what happens. And he's so right. You got to be careful how deep you want to go into all of this because it will ruin your illusions. However, 
in a land of confusion and a land of illusion, it's important we do so. Right now, there's a ton of confusion, right? We have information out there about Joe Biden, whether or not he's mentally accurate in a queue or whether or not he is failing and has dementia. We have uh, conversations about who's controlling the uh, the strings, so to speak, on Joe Biden. We see the missteps. We see how tired he is. But is that part of the confusion or part of the illusion? We see this kind of a little campaign going on in the background from Gavin Newsom. Is that because Gavin Newsom knows that eventually Joe Biden will step back and Gavin Newsom will move himself in? Or is Hillary Clinton starting to prep her hair, as Chris Michaels says on his show, in order to start her own presidential, her final bid for president? Maybe a rematch in the Meadowlands or wherever we want to say against Donald Trump here in the future. And then we have the illusion and the confusion behind Donald Trump, indicted four times. And now we have people like New Hampshire and California who are trying to find ways to keep him off the ballot. I guarantee you want Republicans to win this next election, remove Donald Trump from the ballot. And I guarantee whoever they put up will win. That will really embolden that base. I promise. But it is illusion. It's confusion because I don't think that anyone's actually going to do these things. Then we get down to the facts. What are the facts in the Donald Trump cases? Can anybody definitively say whether or not the man is guilty of anything worthy of jail time or not? Is it all a dog and pony show? Is it a banana republic? Again, it's a land of confusion and illusion. But what if some of the confusion and the illusion was happening on purpose every single day, even, even by Donald Trump himself, even by the presidential candidates that are out there, like Joe Biden, putting phrases like, we are laser focused on helping Lahaina when they know that there is a conspiracy theory about direct energy weapons and lasers. Who here is creating the illusion or the confusion? Are, is that a jab at the people who are saying, hey, I think it was a laser that did this? Is this them laughing at them? Because I don't know about you guys, but charred bodies are no laughing matter. You've heard the voices of the people of Lahaina on my show. I don't think that you should even make a ton-in-cheek type of comment if that's what you believe. But that is the confusion of the Biden campaign, and we see those comments repeatedly. We see people right now like Vivek Ramaswamy. Sorry, I'm trying to say that's a mouthful of a name, and I try to get that out properly. I've been asking him for an interview since March. You know, my if you've seen me on Twitter every time he posts something that's kind of relatively up my wheelhouse, I will ask him. When can you come on to my show to discuss some of these allegations that are out there about you? And I've heard nothing. It's been radio silence. And I'm sure that maybe he feels that he's way above the America emboldened show at this point in time. He's now focused on the mainstream media as he starts to go up the polls. But I promise you, he is an illusion in the Republican Party. He is somebody who you should be very, very scared of. You should go back and you should listen to my guest appearance on After Dark with Robin Andrew on Monday night. I talk in length about Vivek Ramaswamy and his medical history of trying to sell a, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a monitoring system for vaccines for COVID and trying to put everybody under one uh, biotech type of umbrella. He's made his life 
earnings in biotechnology in that industry. And so this is not the pro-liberty uh, candidate that's supposed to be out there. This is somebody who's ready to sell your biometrics to the highest pharmaceutical bidder. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing for the Republican Party. He's saying all the right things. He's talking just like Obama did, maybe even quoting some of the same things, which people are like, oh, he plagiarized. BS. Ramaswamy did not plagiarize Barack Obama when he talked about, you know, being this short guy, young guy that has this odd name. He knew exactly what he was doing. It's a well-oiled social media machine because he knew that you would talk about that and say, look, he's plagiarizing and push him further up the talking points. And it worked. You are living in that land of confusion. The algorithms that are out there right now in order to push content to you. I could talk to him blue in the face about people with this. And I do talk to him blue in the face about this. People do not listen to me. They don't care that I've experienced it. They don't care that I've actually been on the back end of looking at this stuff with a company. I did a, uh, an entire session of 30 minutes of them showing me the amount of information that they can gather off just Twitter and what they can tell about you based upon that, the information that Twitter has. And I can tell you, if you're not direct messaging with certain individuals, if you're not having proper interactions over and over again, you will disappear off of people's feeds. You will get into a silo, into an echo chamber, and the algorithm does that for you. But the algorithm also picks out certain prominent accounts in order to create the illusion that you are seeing everything, which is why accounts like Dom Lucra, whoever the hell this guy came out of, right? I don't know, he came out of nowhere. And people like Matt Wallace, the most biggest liar that I've seen on Twitter as far as just completely baiting you with false information every single day, they have combined almost 2 million followers. And that stuff is going to people who aren't even following them. Why? Because we live in a land of confusion and the algorithms are setting that up for you. So when we get to things like, was there even election interference, right? You have Donald Trump that's saying, I know for a fact there was election interference, but then you have the court cases that are going that no judge would pick up and say, yeah, we see the evidence here. Isn't that confusing, right? So who is creating the confusion? Is it Donald Trump in his statements or is it the courts? Well, guess what? That's something we're going to find out soon because with these court cases, you should all be excited no matter what side you're on because now comes discovery. And in discovery, we should find out exactly what happened, except that's right. Even in all the confusion, we're probably still in a land of illusion because I'm sure that people right now in backdoor meetings are figuring out what the American public is and is not allowed to see regarding the election on both sides. And so that's going to be interesting. If you remember about two weeks ago, I was covering David Weiss and I was talking about why he should not be named special counsel by Merrick Garland. And people may have taken that to heart. Perhaps they did not. But I want to cover that a little bit more now that we have more information that's out there. I told my listeners at that time that people should pay attention 
to the fact that in Delaware, you got to bow to the king. You got to kiss the ring on Joe Biden's finger in order to get anywhere. And that I was positive that Weiss at some point in time had kissed the ring of Joe Biden and made sure that he got into the position that he's in. So when you have Merrick Garland that needs to assign somebody, Hunter Biden's in trouble. What a perfect person to put in place at that point in time. However, that is an absolute problem. It's an illusion that Merrick Garland is doing his job, but it creates confusion. And even me talking about this, I guess this creates the confusion that I'm putting out there too. I'm not trying to uh, contribute to it, but it's the truth, right? We now know, thanks to the fact that uh, a Daily Mail uh, reporter was able to put this out, we have an exclusive that they put out. It says Delaware prosecutor Alexander Mackler, who worked with investigator probing Hunter Biden's shady overseas dealings, was so chummy with the president, he used his secret email address under the name Robin Ware. All right, so this Delaware prosecutor, all right, Alexander Mackler, he's 40 years old, just a little bit younger than me. He's a family friend of the Bidens, and he's worked in the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office from August 2016 until May 2019. Now, what ended up happening during that time period? Oh, that's right. Hunter Biden started having his overseas dealings going on. And Congress wanted to demand records from the Biden administration on Joe's use of personal email addresses. And they discovered, because of Hunter Biden's laptop, that there were four aliases such as Robert Peters and Robin Ware. And one of the emails, Mackler wrote the Joe Biden at the address robinware456 at gmail.com. Now, why does this matter? Well, it matters because Mackler was the Deputy Delaware Attorney General. All right, this individual uh, also worked as the campaign manager for Bo Biden, the late son of Joe Biden. And he helped get his 2010 bid for the state's attorney general's uh, run. And in July 2015, a month after Bo's death, he wrote a condolence email to the Biden family to the robinware456 at gmail.com website. And that email is published uh, directly to Joe Biden. So you can read that on the Daily Mail. I'm not going to go through all that. But he signed the email. See you, love you. So obviously, I don't know about you guys, but if you say see you, love you, you have the personal private email that's the kind of like a, the burner account email, chances are you have a very, very good relationship with that individual. Now, why does that matter with David Weiss? This is the, the, the biggest part. All right. So the emails have established that there is an extremely close connection with the Biden family. So now we want to ask whether or not in that workplace, the United States Attorney's Office in Delaware, since they're currently investigating Hunter Biden for tax felonies, potential foreign lobbying, money laundering crimes. Don't forget, we have a gun charge in all of that illegal gun ownership and lying on a federal form. They also now are looking at the fact that David Weiss, if you remember, they got that sweetheart deal that was given to Hunter that the judge sniffed out and was like, what is this? I've never seen a document like this, Mr. Weiss, in the history of me being a judge, that this is so bad, 
I cannot accept it. To which David tried to save face. Well, uh, we never offered that full thing to begin with. To which Hunter's attorneys were like, yes, you did. And everything fell apart. So the reason why Mackler matters is because <laughs> we have people in Mackler's side who is one of the prosecutors against Hunter in 2019. And guess where he all was working with? You know, it really goes back pretty easily. This guy connects right back to David Weiss, the guy who's making the sweetheart deal. And we have plenty of other information in this that you can go through and you can see. But it's illusions. It's confusion. Do you think that somebody who is close or an administration and office that is close to Joe Biden should be named special counsel to investigate Joe Biden's son? I don't know if I'm looking at illusions and I'm looking at confusion. It's pretty clear to me. He should have no business being anywhere near this. This would be like uh, having all of a sudden Donald Trump uh, have Rudy Giuliani as the judge of his case, right? This would not be fair whatsoever. You would not think that that was a good idea. Now, I know Rudy Giuliani's not a judge, but I'm just saying if he was, that's what this is comparable to. All right, the second half, I'm going to talk about some odd dealings in the tech industry that's going on right now that have raised my ire a bit and a bit more. So make sure you go over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all the sponsors for all the shows. You can go uh, check those out. I believe it's americaoutloud.store. So you go there, choose some different things that would help you out. We've got lots of healthy products that helps keep the lights on at the network. All right, everybody, you're listening to America Bolden with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org.
Welcome back, Bold Americans. Second half of the show, we're talking about the land of confusion or land of illusion that we are living in at the present moment. Well, if you use any type of uh, mobile device, you have different options now that help you get information faster than ever. Some people are using ChatGPT, getting uh, into the AI in order to manipulate the data that they want or get information how they want it. Other individuals simply go to Hey Alexa or they ask uh, Hey Siri and they try to get their information that way. Or I believe it's something OK Google or something along those lines. They they say those words, maybe even me saying those words right now. If I'm near those devices, maybe I've triggered them with my words. Well, one of uh, my listeners, she reached out to me and she said, hey, Greg, you should ask Siri a question and look at these very interesting results. And so I asked the question that she asked and I recorded myself doing this. And I'm going to play that audio for you right now. I'm going to ask Siri a question and I want you to listen to Siri's response. This is absolutely bizarre. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to click on Siri and ask the question. Who is running for 2024 presidential candidate? Here's an answer from fandom.com. The 2024 United States presidential election was the 60th quadrennial presidential election held on Tuesday, November 5th, 2024. The Republican ticket of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley defeated the Democratic ticket of California Governor Gavin Newsom and Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. Incumbent Democratic President Joe Biden did not run for re-election. Okay, so that is an absolutely ludicrous response from something like Siri. And I'd love to know why Apple is getting this information from a website called fandom.com. So that's what came up as far as, you know, where this was sourced from. And so I went to fandom.com and they call it the world's largest fan wiki platform. It deals mostly in video games and comic books and things along those lines. It has trailers for movies that are out there, has wiki pages for all the games. And you know what it doesn't have? It doesn't have the content that Siri just quoted from fandom.com. How do I know that? Because I decided to search on there the exact text to see where this came from. And it's not there. So this fan fiction, so to speak, it, it reads like a fan fiction page. It's going to lead people into many conspiracy theories. Mark my word, because when this type of stuff happens, it creates confusion. But is it confusion because it's meant as an illusion? Did somebody back at Apple say, oh, this would be funny when people ask this question. Let's have it go here. I think that that's possible. But that just leads to the confusion of people that are going to say, oh, look, this person posted that this was election interference was already pre-decided. So now, anytime up until November 5th, 2024, if it's looking like Governor Ron DeSantis has Nikki Haley as his vice presidential candidate, and all of a sudden Joe Biden drops out not to run for re-election, and now we have Gavin Newsom and Pramila Jayapal, then yes, people are going to be like, oh, remember back on August 28th, around 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, when Siri started dropping this knowledge. These people are time travelers. CERN has knocked everything out of alignment, right? I can, I can picture it all right now. It's confusion. But is it controlled confusion on purpose? Is there somebody out there 
that wants people fighting over things that are absolutely crazy, such as uh, if you go the Q drops or Donald Trump's misspellings and people that read into all of that every single day. And I say that every single day because I feel like the guy misspells things every single day. His most recent one was he was trying to type rumors and instead he typed rumor, R-O-O-M-E-R. It's laughable, really, when you get down to it, some of these things. But there are people out there that believe this is all on purpose, that Donald Trump, it's an illusion. He's posting what he's posting because he wants the confusion out there for you to think that he typed it. But in all, uh, by all accounts, he knew exactly what he was doing. I don't know. What do you think? When I look at the land of confusion, I look at people that immediately blame climate change for all the fires that we had. Is that an illusion? Or is that confusion, right? Is it because we're drier or is it because industry has removed areas where they used to burn to begin with and now no one's doing that because no one's cultivating that land anymore? And as a result, it is burning out of control and because of our overdevelopment, it's causing issues because there are also reports stating that things really haven't changed on the weather that much over the last 15 years, that there's a lot of manipulation going on of these numbers. Is that illusion or confusion? When we have individuals like Ramaswamy going up on stage and rapping to Eminem's Lose Yourself, is that an illusion or is that adding to the confusion about who he is? Well, Eminem has sent Ramaswamy a cease and desist letter saying that he cannot wrap his music on the campaign trail. <laughs> uh, I think it would be wise for Ramaswamy just not the rap in general. He wasn't on the beat. It was really bad. It was one of the most cringeworthy videos I think ever out there. But the guy's a genius because it's just putting him straight up the poles and causing the numbers to change, which leads me to the Don is slipping. His rivals are gaining ground. This is according to an Emerson College polling survey that came out just recently here at the end of August. Now, it says now that about half of Republican primary voters, 50%, would vote for Donald Trump. Now, he was up to, at one point in this poll, 62%. So he has fallen 12% during that time, which is a really, it's a massive fall. Uh, we have Ron DeSantis at 12%. He's increased 2% since the debates. Ramaswamy's at 9% now, which is a one point drop. He was at 10%. And Vice President Mike Pence is at 7%, which he was at 4%, uh, percent, or I'm sorry, he was at 3% before the debate. And Nikki Haley had the largest increase. She went and She's at 7% now. She was at 2%. So Trump was hurt probably from his arrest in Georgia, and he was hurt probably from not being in the debates, but he still is the clear favorite. And that leads to another question. Can Donald Trump run a campaign while he is currently fighting four different legal battles? Does he have it in him in order to do so? And if he were to go to jail, at some point in time, could he still be elected president? Can you imagine that confusion for people? Can you imagine having a, a felony and put in jail? And then all of a sudden on November 5th, people are like, oh, by the way, the president of the United States is Donald Trump. And uh, they got to go to the jail to, to swear him in. 
that would be a moment for the history books. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Look, you guys might think that, you know, you may not like this take, and I'm okay with that because I'm here to give a take that's not always popular. I'm going to continue to beat the drum right now and state that we've got to get rid of two individuals from running for president. There should be no Donald Trump running for president and there should be no Joe Biden. That's what it gets down to. These two men should not be running for president. It's it's not good for the fabric of this country. The only people that think that Donald Trump is good for the fabric of this country are the 50% that are ready to vote for Donald Trump. And I get that there are 74 million people that want to do this or 80 million people that want to do this. I just would urge those 80 million people to understand there's probably another 80 million on the opposite side that are vehemently opposed. And on the opposite side, you have Joe Biden. And it goes the exact same talking points I just said for Donald Trump, for Joe Biden. There's no one excited about Joe Biden. That all stated, Donald Trump was a much better president than Joe Biden. So this isn't about me thinking that, you know, Joe Biden's this great leader all of a sudden. Nope, not at all. This is me simply making sure that you understand that in order to get out of this, there's got to be better options. So what options are there? Well, if you go to who are the presidential candidates and you get a sincere answer out of all of this, you'll find that Robert Kennedy is running and Marianne Williamson are running against Joe Biden. You won't hear anything else. You'll hear about Cornell West running from the People's Party, and you'll hear about the multiples of candidates that are running on the Republican platform. But what you will not hear about is the Libertarian Party. You won't hear about the fact that there are people that have answers to many of the questions. Now, I'm not telling you you got to look at the Libertarian Party, but look, you know what the definition of insanity is? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. America, we are insane. We've elected Republicans. We've elected Democrats over and over again. At this point, what can it hurt to give a libertarian a try? I've had Mike Termont on my show. He's somebody who's worked in the economic side of the White House before. He worked with the Bush administration. This is somebody who is qualified, especially in our financial times, to do the job. Despite that, I guarantee outside of my listeners, there's probably not a ton of people that have heard of him. And I think that that's a shame. I think more people should hear of this. But again, we are illusion and confusion. And if anyone taught us that, we simply can go back to people like Ron Paul in the 2008 election, or you can go to Bernie Sanders in the 2016, 2012 elections. Now, why do I point out, I'm sorry, 2016 election, I didn't mean the 2012, that was Barack Obama. But why do I point out Bernie Sanders and Ron Paul? Because they both had their respective parties steal the nomination out from under them. Now, you might say, well, I don't remember it going down that way, Greg. I don't think that that's actually how it happened. Oh, really? Why don't you go back to the very first uh, polls, the straw polls, and look at who won those straw polls. It was overwhelming support in both of those races for Ron Paul and then Bernie Sanders, respectively. All right. So whether it's the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, it's an illusion that you have a choice, which leads me to wonder, does it even matter if we're voting at this point in time? If all of the choices are pre-planned for us by the mainstream media, by whoever is pulling the strings at the top, whether it's intelligence agency, I don't know. But it makes me wonder, why does my vote even matter? You know, if all that's going to happen is another Republican or another Democrat in office, why? 
because they're not going to fix what's coming down. I don't hear anybody talking about central bank digital currency and the dangers that it has to your sovereign state and freedom here in this world that we live in. I don't hear anybody talking about that. I didn't hear anybody talk about social credit in China and how there's companies that want to bring it here. And there's candidates like Ramaswamy who really understands social credit systems as well and would be in favor of it, but is preaching the liberty message. I don't hear people talking about that. I don't hear people calling out Nikki Haley for her uh, relationship with Boeing and Lockheed and the defense industry. Nope. It's been nothing but silence. I don't hear people talking about Ukraine and Russia and how this billions of dollars that we're doing is a proxy war. It's actually making us less safe. Nope. I don't hear these things as the main talking points. But the big thing that I don't hear right now is how much Americans are really hurting. Now, I know that people are like, well, people are still going out to dinner. People are still doing fun things. They're doing. Yeah, but credit card debt is rising at a record rate right now. People are going into debt. I've talked about this on the show before. I mean, people are going to so much debt. Joe, the plumber is dead at 49. I'm sure that, you know, this guy who was getting taxed by Obama, all of a sudden now he's out of the world. I shouldn't even reference it that way. He, he died, unfortunately, uh, after a battle with cancer, uh, which is horrible. But you probably remember Joe, the plumber. He's the one that was saying, hey, how is your tax policy going to harm my plumbing business? And Obama gave like a five-hour answer while standing there. But it was actually a really cool moment on the campaign trail of showing that two people can have a conversation with one another. Um, and later he went on to meet with, uh, John McCain, uh, during his, uh, trial, uh, <laughs> during his trial. I'll tell you, I'm leaving that in. I'm not cutting that out there. Uh, <laughs> trialed in the court of public opinion and he lost <laughs> to Barack Obama, which I wasn't too sad about. Uh, John McCain, uh, was not somebody that I was supporting uh, for that presidential candidacy back then. Chances are, uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I've voted third party a number of times uh, in the elections, and I do so because I believe we need to get out of this two-party system, the uni party, the duplicity of this, the one-party system, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's something that uh, needs to happen. All right. And the last thing I'd like to tell my my listeners as we wrap up here today, you know, I know that I've been covering really heavy topics here for the last two weeks. Um, and that is something that, you know, I think is um, it weighs heavy, maybe on the spirit when you're listening to it. There's a study that came out that laughter can heal a broken heart. Literally. You've all, always heard that saying that, you know, laughter is the best medicine. Well, actually, when you're chuckling, they did cardiac testing. It expands your cardiac tissue. It increases the flow of oxygen throughout the body and it exercises the weakened heart. So laughter therapy is something good for you. So I urge you to go find your friend that makes you laugh. Go watch that TV show that makes you laugh. Read some content that you think's funny, whatever your favorite movie is. Mine's old school. I love old school. Um, find something that's going to make you chuckle and feel good because that will help us all with the healing process of the pain that we are feeling right now. And so that's kind of how I want to end today. I'll be back tomorrow. I have um, a really cool show for everybody. You're going to want to tune in. And it's a, it's a show about fitness. 
All right, fitness and my personal fitness and talking with a fitness coach. So if you're thinking about getting healthy, losing a few pounds, thinking about what it's going to take to be successful, you're going to get some free advice right here on the show. So breaking from the mold of American Bolden a little bit uh, and bringing that to everyone. So we'll be back tomorrow with Quentin Richardson from Legacy Fit 302. Not going to want to miss that. And actually, in that interview, we talked about the illusion of bodybuilding because he was a professional and champion natural bodybuilder. He talks about how he stood up there and there's actually illusion tips for how they thin the body and, and shape their muscles and do everything. And so you might find that interesting. I thought it was kind of cool. Anyway, he's a great guy and I'm looking forward to presenting him to the audience. All right, everybody. That's it. That's all. I appreciate your listening. Make sure that if you get an opportunity, go over to AmericanBolden.com. Check out all the other content that I have going, and I'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.